what did you eat for breakfast? Okay. <laughs> um, boiled eggs. Boiled eggs and a banana. Welcome to Music on Your Own Terms, the podcast that aims to help musicians develop an entrepreneurial mindset through interviews, as well as discussing resources, concepts, successes, and more. Providing a platform to talk about negative emotions such as anxiety and depression in order to help overcome them in the context of music and reduce the social stigma. This is episode 102. Sponsored by the Skinny Armadillo Printing Company in Fort Worth, Texas, offering screen printing, embroidery, laser engraving, and a range of other services. Go to theskinnyarmadillo.com to learn how they can help you get your merch business to the next level. If you enjoy the podcast, there are a couple of ways you can show your support. Go to the store at store.musiconyourownterms.com and buy some merch. And at the same time, sign up for the mailing list to stay connected. Subscribe to the YouTube channel to get extra content you won't find anywhere else. And finally, head over to Podcast Magazine's website at podcastmagazine.com forward slash hot 50 and vote for music on your own terms in their hot 50 monthly chart. In this episode, I talked to Athens-based singer and guitarist Marios Politis, who just recently released his debut solo album after many years playing in various bands spanning a multitude of genres. Marius discusses his journey from starting to write songs as a young teenager to the present day overcoming his feelings of not being good enough and releasing what is an amazing sounding and well-written album. I hope you enjoy this introduction to Marius and go check out the whole album as well. Here's my interview with Marius. All right, welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Marios Politis, who is a singer-songwriter from Greece. How are you doing? Hi, I'm fine, thanks. Thank you for having me. Uh, You're welcome. I'm very happy that I'm at your show. Absolutely, thank you. Um, so, yeah, I got connected with you through uh, Rhea, uh, One yeah. Woman Company. Um, you know, good friend of mine, and she's, uh, you know, doing some cool things in, in uh, promotion. Um, but mm-hmm. who, who are you and what do you do? As you said before, my name is Marius Politis. I'm a singer, guitar player, and songwriter from Athens, Greece. I just released my first album, This My Story. It's an album, a 12-track album. The Most of the songs are radio-friendly, I would say. Mm-hmm. In Under the genre of alternative rock sound, if you can say that. And that's me. <laughs> cool. Yeah, no, it's a killer album. It's, it's really well produced. It sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I particularly like the guitar work on Blanket. I think that's a really mm-hmm. powerful song. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we can talk about that later in the interview. Okay. To start off with, do you have a band for this project? I know you play with Lawrence from Poem mm-hmm. that we yeah. talked to in episode 38. Um, is that is he part of this band or is that just like the cover band? Because I know you have a cover uh, band. I have a long story with Lawrence. We are friends the last 20 years, something like that. Yep. We're more like brothers. So... When I finished the album and I realized that I have to create a band to, to present the album back, I cannot do it on my own, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I call Lawrence and Lawrence response, of course, because he's my brother, but we have the, the things clear between us. His priority is poem. 
and yep. he just he's just helping me. So we are a full band. We have a name, the Storytellers. Okay. Uh, we have Yasunas on the other guitar. Yasunas Bulgaris. He has a lovely voice. He has a, an album of his own. You can check it on YouTube. We have Kostas okay, Papadakis cool. on drums and Thodoris Adjulados on bass. They are all good friends of mine and they're just helping me. Excellent. So yeah, so let's get into your past a little bit. How did you get into music in the first place? What made you want to start singing and playing guitar? And were there any artists that kind of inspired you to do that? You know, as long as I remember myself, I was always listening to music and I always pretending that I am a huge rock star at my room playing air guitar, trying to sing. But the most of the time I was pretending I didn't know what to do. <laughs> hmm. So at the age of 13, my older brother bought me a guitar. Mm-hmm. And I will start playing. I I remember the first song that I wanted to learn was "Afraid to Suit Strangers" from Iron Maiden. Nice. So I, I was I was struggling with that the, for six months, something like that. And nowadays I don't remember that song to play that song. <laughs> <laughs> so that is the beginning. But the the funny thing and the strange thing is that. When I first learned uh, the first two chords, let's say, I immediately started writing songs. I don't know why. It was a huge need to, to speak through music. So in my family, they have a good taste of music. My older brother was listening Green Day, R.E.M., Scorpions, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I took my road. As I was very young, I was listening to Metallica. I'm a huge of Metallica fan. And inspiration, I cannot say inspiration because there are too many artists, man, too many. Now, for example, I'm studying of Jeff Buckley ways in voice, you know. Uh, I'm still a huge Metallica fan. I'm a fan of John Butler, if you know him from Australia. Who is it? John, ba- John Butler. Uh, not familiar. He's uh, an amazing artist. Um, from your country, I'm a huge fan of John Mayer. I watched John Mayer in England the last year, so there are too many people, too many. I cannot name just one. Awesome. So what other bands have you played with? This is your first solo release, but uh, have you been in other bands prior to this? Yeah, I was in, in many bands, actually. I was trying to challenge myself in many styles of music, in thrust metal, heavy metal, death metal, traditional Greek songs Mm -hmm. but uh, that is the first official thing that we have something to talk about and we have a band a cover band with Lawrence and Costas uh, called Fade Mm -hmm. in good days we're playing every second Thursday in some bar uh, just having fun drinking some beers yeah I just I just checked out the videos from that that really really well well played and it's it's it sounds killer like top yeah. top notch uh, cover band. Yeah, thank you, thank you, no yeah, thank you. The 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 main goal is to to having fun, but we have a huge respect in music, so mm. we want to do that right. Awesome. So, how did you get um, connected with Ria? Ria is the same story with Lawrence. She's an old friend of mine. I know her many years through Lawrence. So yep. when I first decided to make the album. I know a few things in music, but I know a shit about music industry, man. So the the only person I I knew that worked in that was Ria. 
Okay. So I called her as a friend and I said, Ria, I need your help. And believe me, without Ria, my career until now would be different. Awesome. <laughs> a, whole, a whole different. I, I, I own a huge thanks to, to Ria and to many other people, but Ria is helping me. We have a day calls all the time. <laughs> That's cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I think she's doing some great stuff. So what do you do for a living, if you're comfortable talking about it, um, if it's not making music? Um, I'm a DJ and, okay. a manager, and a manager in a bar in, a bar in Athens. Mm -hmm. It's a nice job to do because I'm close to music in yep. a way. I have to keep myself fresh and I have to searching always for new releases and things like that. So in a way, I'm close to music. But my main goal is to, to live for my songs, you know. Cool. To make my music with a job. Right. So, I mean, is there anything, especially if you're managing a bar, um, is there anything you're bringing to your music career that you've learned along the way? Yeah, to have patience, actually. <laughs> mm -hmm. To always trying to keep your inner balance because there are too many things that you don't expect to happen, and but it, it does. You know, that it's difficult to... To keep yourself together in many situations. So I think because of the job that I, I do, I'm more mature, mature and I can help myself in the music industry. Excellent. So, um, I mean, we've talked about a little bit your, your bands and, and how you uh, did different genres, but why, why is this the time that you're releasing a solo album? Um, I know some of the song, the songs. Uh, some of the songs are quite old, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why, why, why is this the time that you're choosing to to release it? For example, how can I? The second son of the album is eleven years old. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think at this time I feel more mature. I feel I don't have any second thoughts about my, my musicality and the songs that I write and. I feel ready for that step. That is the, the main reason and the only reason, I think. Mm. Because you're always struggling with, with yourself. I'm good enough. Uh, can I be in that level? All that thoughts that keep, keep you in your room, you know? Mm. So right now I'm 38 and I have nothing to lose. <laughs> you know, right. I, I, I do that first for myself and second to have a success. Yeah, I mean, I, I think um, once you reach your, your late 30s, early 40s, at least from my experience, you know, I'm 41, mm -hmm. um, you just you just get to a point where you don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, exactly. and, and that's so freeing because it's like you're not pleasing anyone. You're doing it because, you know, that's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And there's really, you know, if you can get to that level, you really kind of it's it's empowering to, to not give a mm -hmm. shit. Right? Yeah, it, it's amazing feeling because I remember having conversa a conversation with my producer and he telling me, man, I love you, but you have too many songs and we are not in one way, you know, it's not mm. alternative rock or progressive rock or whatever. And I was like, you know, but I don't care. I just <laughs> want to, to release an album with my songs and I really don't care, man. I don't want to be like Muse or Metallica or whatever. I just want to release my songs. I just want to be heard, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm in, I'm the same way. I'm, I'm a huge prog fan, but mm -hmm. I, I think when, when you find an artist that, you know, just, just for as a listener, 
that mm-hmm. that just does their own thing and 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 it's putting their personality into it i think it resonates way more and you get more mm-hmm. um you know you get more fans and listeners that are very engaged whereas the mm-hmm. random you know the people that uh, maybe not into music quite so much have it as a background mm-hmm. but if you're more you know emotionally attached to mu- your music you know that the the genre doesn't really matter and i think that mm-hmm. that really shows you know your your album is like i said it's really well produced and and i i think to a point that the quality of the musicianship doesn't matter so much but mm-hmm. as a musician i think it, it's really really good i think uh, obviously the the main battle is getting above the noise and getting your stuff heard mm-hmm. it really you know the quality of the music really isn't the unfortunately people go down that the music should be good enough and that should be it but it's not yeah yeah yeah, yeah. What's which one is is your favorite band in progressive? Pro- Prague, um, now. Do you like Do you like Opeth? Oh, I love Opeth. I've been a huge really? Opeth fan. Yeah. Um, can you Can you uh, see that? Oh, sweet. So <laughs> for, for listeners only, um, yeah, Marius has a an Opeth logo tattoo. On That's killer. Yeah, I mean, I was a huge Dream Theater fan back in the day, um, and then they kind of lost me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know who who am I really? Oh, Leprous. Leprous is probably one of my biggest bands right now. Not Poem. Oh, I love Poem. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apart from Poem. You you get in, into the Entrapment. <laughs> right? I think, yeah, that was definitely Entrapment. Yeah. Uh, Lepr- Leprous are amazing. And, oh, yeah. and the, sing- the singer is wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, outside of them, um, I've been on a real doom death metal kick lately, so... Uh, October Tide, Paradise Lost are mm-hmm. a little bit progressive in in certain albums, but I mean, uh, who else? Just I I go all over the place. To be honest, it's it it depends on my mood. Okay, you know, okay. so de- yeah, de- death and doom metal. Um, with a progressive edge is probably what I'm listening to most right now. But mm-hmm. yeah, any anything really. But yeah, La Prusa very high on my list. Cool, cool. So and th- it's a huge section actually. So you cannot pick one band. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Mm. So how has COVID affected your release strategy for this? And have there been any benefits you've seen and silver linings? That was a an unexpected problem. Mm. <laughs> Actually, we didn't thought about that. So we have dates, and then we cancel our dates, and again we have a new dates, and blah blah blah. But the main problem right now is humanity and. Well, mm-hmm. that people dying from COVID and my music can wait, you know? For sure. But in a good way, the COVID give me, gives me a time to think what I really want from this album. Mm-hmm. As we talked before, I just released my album first for myself. So in a way, I don't give a shit. In a way, I don't want to, to, to get me wrong, but... Mm. Uh, COVID make us realize what really matters, man. And what really matters, it's not only our lifestyle, lifestyle or music, or it's humanity in a big way. Mm-hmm. That is a, it's a huge problem. Absolutely. Although I will touch on that a little bit. I think having music, like I, I think there's a lot of uh, kind of people saying, I, I don't want to release my music because it's, it's kind of selfish. I'm putting stuff out there. But in a way, music... I feel is the most important language 
that mm-hmm. we have and without putting stuff out into the it, it's almost like you need to put your music out there because it's healing people you know yeah, people yeah. have this thing that they can now attach themselves to and take their mind off what's going on i i totally agree in in the first quarantine my best friend if i can say that was david townsend because he was making videos every yeah. day so I don't feel guilt about releasing my music, but I don't feel that I have to put COVID as an issue because of my release strategy and all of that. Mm. I will I will do my job. I will be fine. Just fine. COVID is bigger than me and bigger than everyone right sure. now. Absolutely. So in the music part, but you, you are right. We have to keep moving and doing what we want to do. Totally. So, I mean, let, let's talk about some of the, the lyrical themes and, mm-hmm. you know, what, what are some of the songs about and where did they come from? Okay. Uh, for which one do you want to talk about? Um, well, I, I mentioned Blanket. What, what's Blanket about? Blanket is about... Uh, I was walking in the city center, I remember, and uh, I was uh, close to homeless people. Mm-hmm. And that is an image that, that I hate to see. So it was cold. I remember it was winter. And all my friends were talking about snowing, how everybody wants to snow. And and I was thinking, okay, if it snows, these guys that, that don't have a blanket. So that's why the song called Blanket. Mm. And it's actually literally a song talk about doing good do something good grab a blanket it has five euros or five dollars and give him to someone who needs to you know mm-hmm. that is the song blanket but in the in the whole album there's not a a love story as as many people want to see that many love stories in my album there's n- even one right. <laughs> I, I i promise you that so, for example, the song "Who Else?" Everybody say to me, "Okay, tell us the girl. Who is the girl?" Right. No, but there's no girl. It's a situation of mine. But the main topic of this song is that uh, I want to find a, a good friend to talk with, mm-hmm. and I want to to stop drinking because I don't want the beer to playing the role of a friend. You know. Uh-huh. Uh, which other song? The song Days is again about drinking, spending my time drinking and getting fuzzy and talking to myself because I can admit that in in some point I have a problem with alcohol. Okay. So I'm just fine right now, but I have many songs about alcohol. <laughs> mm. um, I have two songs in the album dedicated to a friend that I lost. I really don't like to talk about that. Let's keep it as a title. Sure. Uh, It's the song, How Can I and the song Old Friend. Um, In the song Stay, you're going to find the positive part of me, the the fighting guy. Yeah. Because I have a lyric that says, we're living in a world full of bullies. Mm -hmm. So try not to care about what they say. Sure. Find reasons not to obey. Or mm-hmm. That is my that is my favorite line from the album, and one of the songs that I, I have a huge connection with it's my trip, the instrumental song, because because I wrote that song 
before two years or three, three years, I can remember. And the music was so great in my ears that uh, I cannot put voice on it. Mm. So we have a discussion with my producer and he said to me, leave it like, like that. The song is cool, it's, it's great, leave it like that. So I hope I answer in the most of the songs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's <laughs> great. I like to do a little uh, thing at the end, uh, towards the end. Um, I call the non-quickfire question round, and I still haven't written a jingle for it. <laughs> um, what significant negative experience have you overcome, and what did that teach you? As I said before, I was talking about my friend, the friend that I lost, but I have many of negative experience. Um, I don't know how to explain that, and I really don't want to be in details because mm. there are personal stuff, you know. Sure. But I, the only thing I want to say is after a negative experience, you're always going to find a way to get stronger. Mm-hmm. And you have to know when to keep that, that nothing lasts forever. You have to live day by day and you have to be wiser and stronger. Absolutely. So f- flipping it around, what major positive experience has given you the encouragement to follow this journey? Mm, again, I have many. I love being in rehearsal with Lawrence and Costas. I love that moments and having gigs. I have a huge boost before three years because they asked me to be a godfather. Oh, wow. So I have a huge responsibility to, to do my best so my goddaughter be proud of me. That's, that's killer. Uh, f- the final question for the interview is, what does music mean to you? Music is everything, man. Believe me, I have a huge imagination, but I cannot imagine a world without music. I always try to prepare myself because I don't like to get surprised. I don't like birthday cakes and things like that. <laughs> so I always think the best case scenario, the worst case scenario, but I cannot think a world without music. Music is a friend, is a girlfriend, is a family, is everything. Is everything. I find my, my way through music. Mm. I just want to touch on your um your gear for a second, get a bit nerdy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's okay. So what do yeah. you what are you um what are you playing through? What are your effects like? What's your amp? Mm-hmm. I don't have many things to to tell you about that because my producer knows more. Okay. Uh, we recorded the, the album, the guitars that we use was PRS and Estrato for the Stratocaster and the acoustic guitars was uh, Martin, but mm-hmm. I don't remember the models because I was playing with so many instruments because we were trying to find a better sound. Sure. Uh, about the effects, I just said to my producer, I want something airy. For example, blanket, I, I, I want something like Pink Floyd stuff. That's no. what I was going to say. It's, it, there's mm. definitely some Pink Floyd influence mm-hmm. in there. I love that sound, Pink Floyd. Uh, in more new stuff, let's say Porcupine Tree, for example, mm-hmm. Pineapple Thief, I love that sound. I love that sound. So I don't have the knowledge to tell you about the effects, but uh, I can make a conversation with my producer if you want <laughs> to tell <laughs> you about. That would be cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, what, what does your home setup look like? Do you, do you have any one particular amp or guitar that's really special? No, I just, uh, I bought some plugins. I have the the Pliny and the Corey Wong, and I'm playing with that. Okay. Uh, 
a software as everyone. I'm using Cubase, for example. Okay. And a, and a pair of monitors with my micro, microphone and my guitars. No, nothing special. Cool. And you 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 really like that? I actually saw plenty at a a, a clinic. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it last year? I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's fantastic. Um, so yeah, you you really he's, like he's that. Amazing. Yeah. You, he's so amazing. Yeah. So you like that that you you've you found? I've 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 heard a couple of people that didn't really like that plugin, but I've yeah I've heard a lot of people do. So personal preference. No, I love it. I love it. To be honest, I love it. But it depends. What do you want to play? Exactly. For example, the the clean sound of Pliny. Mm. It's amazing. Right. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. What do you? How do you find the um the latency though? I I find I can I you know I can reamp okay, mm-hmm. but I cannot record with a plugin, and it may just really? be my setup the 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 speed of my processor might just mm-hmm. not be quick enough. Mm-hmm. But when I'm when I'm recording, I'll do a DI for sure. But I'll I'll record it through an amp so mm-hmm. I can get that live like the dynamics, mm-hmm. and then I'll reamp in the computer and use the plugins that way i i've never found a setup where i the latency is is tight enough where i can play naturally i don't know what your experience is i i never have that kind of problem but i have lawrence (laughs) you have to know (laughs) i have lawrence phone so every time that i have a problem because i i don't know we said about that that whole world i call lawrence so i will be more than happy to give you lawrence phone (laughs) <laughs> to connect uh, with I've, Lawrence, I've, yeah, we've already. He's already been on the podcast. He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Really yeah. Is. Um. Okay. So what, what 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 was your what is your opinion about my album? What is your favorite song? I want to hear. Um, blanket, by far. I think it's mm-hmm. such a cool song. Um, I I get some uh some Depeche Mode overtones there. I think that, really uh, maybe maybe more to do with the tone of your voice than the actual writing. Mm-hmm. I'm not listening of the best mode. I only know three or four songs, something like that. Give them a listen. Definitely give yeah. them a listen because you you might might resonate quite well with them. They're more electronic, obviously. They're not technically that, that rock. Is, but... that, that is my problem. I'm trying, but it's hard for me to listen to something electronic. I'm trying. Right. Oh, I speaking of electronic, um, are you... Have you really gotten into the 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 revival of the eighties synthwave stuff? Probably not if you're not into electronic. But there's a really cool heavy band called uh, Carpenter Brut. They're from France. Mm-hmm. I didn't um, know. Yeah, I'll I'll send you a link because they're they're okay. fantastic. But um, there there's certain electronics. Uh, you know the the dubstep and the that stuff. I'm not really into. But there's mm-hmm. there's certain genres of of uh, or specific artists that do more of a heavy mm. um, electronic thing, and it's almost metal. It's just not with guitars. Yeah. Um, but Carpenter Brut are definitely good. But I think you'll I think you'll resonate on a on a musical level with with uh, Depeche Mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're a classic. So I'm I'm trying to open my mind in the whole music story. Let's mm. say, but things like Depeche Mode are kind of out of me, you know. Easily, I could I, I could listen to Ed Sheeran, for example, but uh, on the best mode, all these electronic sounds I don't know freak me out. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I mean I've I've messed with some oh, Osric Tentacles. Hmm? That will get you into it. 
So Osric Tentacles were a British band that originated in the 80s. I actually just interviewed the uh, the main guy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ed was on... I mean, he hasn't done a lot of, uh, you know, guest stuff, but he was on... Did you did you ever see Jordan Rudess's uh, Road Home album, the cover album he did? Mm-hmm. So Jordan yeah, Rudess yeah, yeah. from Dream yeah, Theater. Yeah. He's on two of those songs as a soloist guitar player, but mm-hmm. it's... I. I mean, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's all synth based, but it just blows you away. So de- I'll I'll send you a couple send. of links. Yeah, yeah. thank they, you. Thank you. Thank killer. You. Um, that might get you into the electronic side. Mm-hmm. So what? Where can people find out about you? Get in touch. In all social platforms like Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, you can also go on Bandcamp and order my digital album or pre-order the vinyl. Mm-hmm. And you can you can find me also on Spotify and in my YouTube channel. Awesome. And what song would you like to play at the end of the episode? Let's play the the stay song. It has a strong message that no one can tell you what to do and don't give up and don't stop dreaming and stay and fight. Awesome. That is the message of this song. Fantastic. Don't don't give the right to the bullies of the world to take you down. Cool. All right. Well, this has been a fantastic interview. Um, really appreciate you coming on. Um, really, really wish you good success with the album and, and getting thank on you, with it. And so, uh, yeah, stay in thank touch you. and thank you so much. I hope to see you soon. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for listening. I'd really appreciate it if you would leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast platform, as this really helps get the word out about the podcast so that other musicians can benefit from the awesome knowledge that my guests are sharing. The more the musicians community collectively learns, the stronger we will all become. A rising tide lifts all ships. Keep pushing the needle and be excellent to each other. This is Marios Politis with Stay. Stay.